0: Jane Austen, writer of some of history's well-remembered love stories, the muse of the back of the ten-pound note, was faced with a financial problem at least once in her life. Her family's condition, not poor but not well-off either, would better enjoy financial security if she marries. Nothing destroys spirit. Her father George says, at least in the movie Becoming Jane. Back in those days when marrying for money is a fact of life more universal than marrying for love, or when publishing and selling books as a lady was twice as hard, Jane, who'd rather than getting married, longs to make a living out of her passion. Writing finds life a little more challenging. There was a time when she almost submitted to the pressure by accepting the marriage proposal of family friend Harris Bigwiller, But the Jane, who just loves writing more than a married life, rushed down the stairs the next morning and declared that she had made a mistake, calling off the marriage. In her short writing career of six and a half years, Jane had published four novels while she was alive. She did not marry, but she lived her life on her terms as a fulfilled and financially successful writer. But what would've happened if she took the pressure to heart and let her passionate spirit get destroyed? A lot of things. She'll lose confidence in herself and her dream. She'll make decisions that she'll regret in the latter parts of her life. And, not to mention, we'll never get to enjoy Pride and Prejudice, or even that 90s Alicia Silverstone classic called Clueless, which was based on Emma by the way. If Jane Austen had let pressure overcome her, she would've come to live by what we now call as limiting beliefs. Hi, I'm Claire, this is Payday Hacks and I'm here to help people like you Hack your way into wealth, one payday at a time. This will be the first of the three-part series of bad money attitudes, money beliefs that will make you poor forever, that we'll be talking about. Part 2 will come out after this, so make sure that you listen to all three of these episodes and find out which limiting money belief keeps you stuck, and let's find out ways to overcome them. because you may be at the risk of being poor for the rest of your life if you keep on believing them. A little warning, there may be some unsolicited pop culture references, mostly from anime. Let's start. Number one, I don't have the money to get started or I can't save ever. This excuse is like, those one-liners that actually just end the conversation. This mindset makes you paralyzed and incapable to actually grow. If you think about it, it actually bears the same meaning as, I don't want to get rich. Why? Because if you truly want it and you literally don't have the money yet, then you're gonna find a way to keep some, or earn more to get to keep some. Here's where the quote If there's a will, there's a way gets in. If you want to get rich but if you don't have the money yet, then you're going to be resourceful. You'll find ways to earn more and save more. Having this money belief may also provide a good opportunity for you to review your spending habits. Say yes to the right things and say no to the wrong things. Do you eat out too much? Why not prepare some of your meals at home instead? it's much cheaper. Substitute expensive frappuccinos with instant coffee. This way you'll have more funds to save and make your money grow. Another way for you to be more conscious of your expenses is to quantify your early rate versus the things you've been having an impulse to spend on. Is that makeup worth 5 days of your work? Are those shoes worth 15 days of your work, meaning one payroll cutoff? Is that VIP concert ticket worth your monthly gross income? Is any of it worth the time and money you've worked hard for? My friend, if you always just think of yourself as someone who doesn't have money, then being poor may just become your destiny until you die. Speaking of destiny, here's the number 2 money belief that will make you poor forever. Saying that this is our destiny or being poor is our destiny. If we have lived at least 200 years ago, this might have been a little true. But in these days when anyone can become anything, destiny, at least in the financial sense, becomes no more than an excuse. Here's Iconic TV Mean Girl Blair Waldorf has to say about Destiny. She says, Destiny is for losers, it's just a stupid excuse to wait for things to happen instead of making them happen. I don't know in which particular episode she actually said that, but you can see it quoted repeatedly on Pinterest. You may think that Blair actually has the nerve to say this since she's born rich or hashtag blessed anyway, but if you mindfully watch Gossip Girl, you'll see that Blair is actually the hard worker type. She hustled for everything she had. A chunk of her actions may not have been conventionally moral, but it took Blair to plot and scheme to make sure things go her way. She's driven, she has grit, and that's what makes her even more charming besides her A-plus fashion and beauty. Now you see where I stand. Believing in destiny takes out the responsibility to own up to your actions or inactions. It takes out the freedom for you to decide and choose things that are actually better for you, financial or non-financial. The time for waiting around for things is over. It's 2018. Make things happen. You know that meme, it's not just a face mom. Kids say that because their parents or moms think that what they've decided to follow was just on a whim. But there are actually times when we're serious and determined even when they think we're not. But there's one thing that I'd like to be just a face in my life. Poverty. Are you poor like me? If yes, then don't you want it to be just a face as well in your life? While most of us don't want to be poor forever either, there's one limiting belief that still keeps holding us down. Number three. Saying that I came from a poor family. This is heavily connected to the destiny belief before, but this needs a little bit more attention to itself. A lot of us actually associate our current financial standing to our future financial standing. For example, saying that if you came from a poor family, then you can never be rich. A lot of us are still wired to think this way even though many have already proven it wrong. And then we tell ourselves that those who got free from poverty were lucky or had much more resources or skills than us. It's an endless loop of excuses, actually. If being poor makes you intimidated in getting started on your journey to become rich, then think about the family where you came from. Don't you think that they deserve better? Make them the reason why you want to get rich instead. Think of all the things you could do if you finally earn more money to give back to your parents. If you finally have the means to send your little brothers and sisters to school. You may also plan for your future family. What you want your future kids to experience. What about your childhood that you don't want them to experience? or set up a future fund for when they get into their first choice of college. I remember this one friend of mine who's actually upper middle class, but she still can't afford to go to her first choice of law school because the tuition is actually exponentially high as compared to her second choice. It makes me think of those chances when you almost made it, but you still can't. And I don't want this to happen to anyone else. And probably so do you. Going back to how we'd want something better for our family, most of us actually have our families as our biggest emotional whys. Now what do I mean from this emotional why? These are the reasons behind why we do what we do. We don't just work for the sake of working or earn for the sake of earning. We do this for ourselves and for the people we want to benefit from it. When we think about them and what we could do for them, getting intimidated by starting to do something different becomes a trivial thing. Taking Alan Cohen's words, your history is not your destiny, treat poverty as a challenge. The biggest challenge you could face. Like the last big boss at your quest called Life. Stop whining and start asking yourself, what is this challenge telling me to do? Always know that as long as you're constantly working with conscious intention of why you're doing it, with your biggest emotional whys on your mind, then poverty will be just a phase. For our first part of the three-part segment, Bad Money Attitudes, money beliefs that will make you poor forever, we've learned that constantly telling ourselves that we can save money and believing that we'll always be poor because it's our destiny or this is where we came from are all thoughts that put us at risk of actually staying poor for the rest of our lives. Our journey to become rich won't start unless we take it to heart that we can become rich. Hey everyone, thank you so much for taking the time and joining me here in Payday Hacks. I know everyone's busy making do with their 2018 goals still, but I still do hope that you'd listen along and let me help you hack your way into wealth. If you like my podcast, please share Payday Hacks to people you want to get rich with you. Most likely your family, your friends, your colleagues, and people dear to you. And also, please leave a review of the show whenever you listen to my podcast. Got any thoughts on what other bad money beliefs can make you poor forever? Leave them on the comments below. Or find out on episode 3. Thanks again and see you next Payday Hacks episode.